0: week on the 13 week podcast, I sit down with an ICU nurse to speak about the highly debated topic of capping travel nurse pay. Uh, it's an episode you're not going to want to miss. So stay tuned on the 13 week podcast. Welcome back to episode number two on the 13-week podcast. I'm your host, Cody Mooney. This week, we will be bringing you an ICU RN with Fortis Healthcare. His name is Alex Rachi. He's from upstate New York. He does a phenomenal job for us on the road, and he is now joining us on the 13-week podcast to talk about some great things. Welcome to the show, Alex. It is uh, another episode of the 13-week podcast. It's a pleasure to have you on. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, so obviously for the viewers and listeners at home, um, they may not know you. So why don't you just give them a quick introduction of who the Alex Rachi is?
1: <laughs> so I'm Alex. Uh, I was born and raised in Utica, New York, um, and I actually went to college for a couple of years in Ithaca, and I actually made my way back home to Utica College to finish out my nursing degree. Uh, I was actually a college athlete the whole time. I played baseball throughout college. Um but yeah no I I got my degree from Utica College and I ended up staying local in Utica to work uh first couple of years of being a nurse.
0: Cool. And that's kind of what I started. Nice. So you got your start at what hospital in Utica? How how did you get uh, affiliated? How did you start your career in nursing?
1: You're, I feel like
0: you know part of the answer. Um so I started at St. Luke's and that's actually how I kind of
1: met Cody um through his now wife. Uh, she actually set me up with my first job. She gave me the good recommendation, so I'm uh, I'm endlessly grateful for for meeting Cody in that setting. But yeah, I started at St. Luke's. I started in a step down unit for a year,
0: uh, and then I made my way up to ICU for a year and a half there. Very nice. And that was just to my defense. I was not a healthcare recruiter at that point. I was actually a TV news reporter. I'd had nothing to do with healthcare. Um, actually Alex, I think you actually took over my wife's position in in the PCU. I think when I, she left to go to NP school, you came in as the nurse. <laughs> I took it wrong. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So you made your start in Utica. Uh, you know, we then rekindle, you know, our relationship a couple years down the road. You got your start in travel nursing. Um, now on the road with Fortis healthcare for six months. Um, how's that experience been for you?
1: Um, honestly, nothing but great. Um, I mean, obviously when you're starting an experience like this, there's a lot to be nervous about. It's a totally new experience. It's new, a new place, uh, new faces. Um, but so far I have absolutely zero regrets. It's been very comfortable. The transition has been as smooth as possible. Um, and just overall the experience has been great, absolutely zero complaints
0: so far. Awesome. Awesome. What what would you say, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people right now that are, you know, either in travel nursing or they're they're on the fence trying to get in like, yeah, do I want to do this now or do I want to wait? Um, what what is something that you wish you knew before you got started with travel nursing? Now that you're in it, what's one thing that you that you wish you knew 6 months ago? Um just like
1: how much the whole travel experience would impact me personally and professionally. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew that it would kind of have an impact on me personally, you know, meeting a lot of new people. I mean, I enjoy new experiences. I enjoy meeting new people, but also professionally because I'm in new hospitals now. I'm seeing how other nurses work, how other doctors operate, and I'm actually learning a lot of new things. And I feel like it's helping me with, uh, with my job and progressing professionally just from an education standpoint, seeing how different hospitals do things and stuff along that lines.
0: So from a networking perspective, you're saying it's, it's been beneficial That's something that you wish you knew positively going into this experience. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. What would you say? And what would you say one thing you wish you, like, I didn't tell you personally, maybe as your recruiter, I did not like, gosh Cody, I wish you told me this before I got out there.
1: I don't know. I mean, honestly, you hit all the nails I mean, you hit the nail on the head. You, you touched every box when we were doing this. I mean, you know I had a ton of questions. Um, oh, man, that's a tough question to, to answer. I don't think that there's anything that you, you guys didn't touch on.
0: All right. You, you could tell me when the camera's off. <laughs> oh, I'd be right no 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 um no you know cuz i just back to my to my point before i just think there's a lot of people that maybe are listening to this p- podcast for the first time or maybe you're maybe driving home after a late shift and are like i am just feel stuck in my perm job um, what would you what would you say to them what what kind of words of wisdom if if a nurse was to come to you today maybe has come to you at the hospital you're at right now and saying What's your take on travel what you know why why would you why would you advise somebody to get into it or, or maybe not maybe not get into it um
1: I mean, it's funny that you say that because I do have uh, at the current hospital i'm traveling traveling at i do have i've had at least probably four or five nurses come up and kind of ask me similar questions like how do you like it like what are your feelings about it? I'm thinking about making the jump and like i I tell them the same thing like I'm very real with them. I say that from an experience standpoint, like you're seeing new faces and meeting new people, and I mean the the coworkers I work with right now. I mean, I got along with them right off the bat, and I think that they like me, so they see the connection there and the kind of bond that I'm making with them. Um, I mean, and on top of that, I mean, it's no hidden thing. Like the money's great, the benefits are great. Um, if you're someone like me who has a lot of student loans, you know, this is a good way to kind of start getting out of that debt and making some decent money in the nursing profession. Um, So kind of those two things are what I say, you know, and also um, you're basically, you're marketing yourself. I mean, you give yourself flexibility uh, through you, of course, we're like negotiating our own contracts. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to have that kind of professional freedom
0: almost. Perfect. And when, and when looking for a recruiter, I think we both know that's of the utmost importance in this industry, right? Is, mm-hmm. And I say it all the time. I think I've said it to you multiple times. You know, you can be the best nurse. You can be the best clinician on the front lines. Plain and simple. If you don't have a good recruiter that's not communicating with you, good oh. luck. Good luck. Um, because you know what? You're just going to get blown by every other. You know, you're not going to get jobs. You're just not going to get filled for positions. Um, yeah. And I think. You know, I think that's important. So I guess what do you what would you say to somebody? What would you look for? What are the traits of a good recruiter that maybe you would look for?
1: Um just someone who's constantly in contact,
0: you know. I mean, I'm not a super needy person, obviously. (laughs) You're pretty easy. You're an easy one. You're easy.
1: But listen, I mean, it means a lot when you reach out to me, when you're when you have a recruiter that's calling you every week or every couple weeks and just seeing where you are, touching base, seeing what the next move is, kind of planning ahead of time. Um, I know working with a hospital that hires frequent, like a good amount of travelers, they uh, you hear them complain about not being able to reach their recruiters. Some of these bigger companies, um, and it's a struggle. You know, it seems like they're they're struggling a lot of the time when they're not able to reach the recruiter because they have issues at their current assignment that aren't being able to aren't able to be resolved. Uh, so it's nice to have someone that's reaching out to you available around the clock. Um, and I definitely, I have that with Fortis, obviously.
0: Yeah, no, no, definitely. And it's something that we here at Fortis, medium, smaller size company, it's something that we strive on. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that from somebody that's on the front lines um, who is able to attest to that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's important because... As I say, when the crap hits the fan, you got to You got to be able to call your recruiter. You know, if it could be at two o'clock oh. in the morning. You know, it could be a Saturday at two o'clock in the morning. You know, if you're calling me and I'm up, I got to be up because <laughs> I put my phone. I do not disturb when I go to bed. Um, but, I'm, you know, I'm going to answer. I'm going to say, hey, Alex, what's going on? And if you want to go grab a drink, that's one thing. But if something else happened and you're like, hey, look, at it. this is going on. We got to take care of it. You know, we'll, we'll mitigate the risk. But um. No man. Hey, on a serious note, obviously ICU nurse, and on the front lines. I'm sure there's multiple other ICU nurses that probably are going through same thing you're going through right now. You're just in the trenches. Been in the trenches now for the last two years at the date of this recording. Um, what's it? What's a been like? I mean, on a serious note, what's is it? What's 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 a been like on the, in the front lines? Um. So.
1: I mean, I'm an ICU nurse, so I've seen kind of the worst of it. Uh, and it's physically draining, but on top of that, it's been definitely emotionally draining, uh, having seen what this virus has done to people, how it's ravaged families. And it's definitely, you know, in the moment, you're kind of numb to it. You know, you do your best to, to help your patients, to make their families feel at ease. Uh, so in the moment, you know, it's physically stressing, uh, but then you know, afterwards you kind of get back home and you sit with things for a couple of days off, and you realize how just emotionally taxing working through this pandemic has been. Um, it's, I feel like it has, you know, taken a toll on me and a lot all the coworkers that I've I've worked with. Uh, but at the same time, and I think I share this with a lot of ICU nurses, it's very rewarding, you know, for all like the death that we've seen, uh, the patient that is able to get off the ventilator after struggling with COVID for a couple of weeks. Uh, I mean, that's just the most rewarding feeling in the world. And I really wouldn't trade that for anything.
0: Yeah, most definitely, man. And, and like as your recruiter, I acknowledge you for obviously going to work every day, you know, not calling out. I don't think you've called out once. And I know you've been in, I mean, we talked, man, you've been in some tough situations. And I think everybody, every single clinician on the front line has been. Um, but we here at Fortis Healthcare acknowledge you for, for that. Um, and we support you, you know, with anything, man, if you need anything, you know, just reach out at any time. And we we do support you for that. Um, but switching gears here, um, there's been a highly debated topic going on. Additionally, you know, you guys are, go- like I said, in the trenches, just grinding. Pay, right? Pay, travel pay. Should it be capped? Should it not be capped? I'm not here to discuss that topic. But what's, what's your take on it? I mean, you're a traveling nurse. You're on the front lines. You're You're grinding out there. What's your take on it?
1: Obviously, I'm definitely not in favor of it. Um, so like we just talked about, uh, this pandemic has highlighted even more how vital nurses are to the whole healthcare care system. Uh, we see these hospitals that are just becoming so short staffed and the care has just been depleted. It's an all time low for patients because our staff just isn't there. People are leaving the profession because of how draining this job has been and how, frankly, how hospitals have been treating their staff. I mean, it's no joke. You see stories pop up everywhere of how nurses are just kind of being thrown to the side. So now we have an opportunity to kind of, you know, take o- take over the free market and market ourselves and kind of say, hey, this is what we're worth. Pay us. There's a demand. So traveling allows us to kind of supply that Mm -hmm. and just the fact that they want to cap pay i mean it's just it's further evidence that the healthcare system doesn't really view nurses how they should be viewed you know we're not a profession that should just be thrown to the side we should be able to market ourselves and get the pay that you know we deserve because right now we need nurses more than ever with this pandemic so i definitely i mean i'm obviously not in favor of capping it
0: yeah now I hear I hear both sides, you know. I I've, I've heard, you know, that angle and I hear the other angle like hey, look at Mary Joe next to you. She's 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 working at, you know, a rate that's, you know, maybe she's making 30-40 an hour and, you know, somebody next to me is making double that. You mm-hmm. know, what what do you say what do you say to somebody like that? I mean, obviously I'm sure you've dealt with it out there. What do you, what do you say at that point?
1: So what I would- them is you have to be in constantly communicate, you have to be communicating with your higher ups. They have to be doing something to make you want to stay at the job, uh, whether it be better overtime, uh, increased pay rate, like stuff like that. You know, you have, as a staff nurse, I mean, a lot of people have to do staff because they have families, you know, they have roots in their community, so they have to stay where they're at. But they also, just like I'm not selling myself short by going out and marketing myself through traveling, you can't tell yourself short in your situation. You have to say, hey, we're losing people. I love this community. I love this hospital. My family's here. But we need more here. We want to be able to recruit staff, recruit younger nurses. Uh, So we have to do something to make it worth their while, whether it be, like I said, overtime or higher sign-on bonuses, stuff along those lines. So I think that it's important for the staff to communicate that
0: way. But I mean, Obviously, I recommend traveling, but it's not for everyone. So right. right. Just turn it in. We get a sports agent, you know what I mean? Healthcare agent, you know? it's, it's basically what, what we do as our job is to negotiate. You know, we have a permanent end, right? You go in and you negotiate and, and try to get yourself top dollar. And I think we're going to be seeing a lot of that in the industry, not even just on, you know, travel, because we're going to start seeing that shift, right? People are going to say, well, our rates are going back down. I'm going to go back to my perm job. Well, then... Mm-hmm. I mean, even here at Fort of South Gear, we have a whole entire permanent division that does a lot of that for you, right? We'll go in, we'll get the mud on thrown on our face when they tell us, yeah, you want sixty an hour? Too bad. <laughs> so, you know, we do a lot of that gate negotiation uh for you know people that are on the road for us and they're a little burnt out and they're they want to go back home. Um, no, that's good. So will you be marching in DC and uh I think the the march coming up here in May? <laughs> I will not be all like, right. We'll, all right. I don't blame I'll you. I'll be there in spirit. Uh, well, listen, I, I got a couple more questions. I want to be mindful of your time. I know, you, I think you got to get out to work tonight. Um, but yeah, man, you know, I'm just, I'm glad to have you on the podcast. Um, you know, I got two, two last questions. What's, what's a myth. What's maybe a myth about travel nursing that, um, maybe, you know, people, people don't know. Like, just, like, something, yeah, that, something Like you
1: know, a false something like, of that? travel nursing? So, like I <laughs> said, I'm only two assignments in, so I don't know everything. Uh, but the thing that I was most afraid of coming into this was, so I'm here, I'm a traveler, I'm, like, a new face. How are they going to treat me? You do hear a lot of horror stories of travel nurses kind of getting the cold shoulder just because we're new in town. We might be making a little bit more money than they are. Uh, so that was kind of the biggest thing that I was afraid of, but I got into my first assignment and I was welcomed with open arms. I mean, the coworkers that I had were just incredible. They were just gracious and happy for me to be there, you know, because they were short-staffed, they were struggling. You have to realize that when you're traveling, you're going into a, a situation yeah. where the staff is you know depleted. So they're going to be grateful that you're there. You're going to be gr- they're going to be happy that they just sure. that their workload. Is a little bit less. That would probably be the biggest myth is that they're gonna hate you as a as a traveler. Nice. Because I've gotten nothing but love.
0: Last question. Final question. If you were to write a book tomorrow, now yeah, like you said, you've only been yeah. traveling six months. I think I think you probably got another six in you if I, if you ask me, but uh at least another six. Uh if you had to write a book tomorrow about travel nursing, what would you title it and why? <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, I don't know. Something
1: like, maybe like leap, leap of faith or like make the leap because I mean, that's kind of, that's what I did. Like I was, I mean, you know, I was a little unsure of it when I did it. You no, know, I was nervous, super nervous actually, but I just, I decided to go for it and it was a awesome. huge leap of faith awesome. and I don't regret well, it.
0: Well, that's All it. Alex Rachi on the 13 week podcast. Um, we acknowledge you at Fortis Healthcare uh, for all your hard work, your dedication to the field, um, not calling out a single day. I think this is the second week in a row we had somebody on the podcast that uh, has had perfect attendance. It doesn't go on notice here at Fortis Healthcare, Care, and I, uh, we'll, we'll make sure you get a nice little bonus for that, for not calling out sick. But, um, Alex, we thank you for coming on the podcast, and we appreciate your time today.
1: Hey, thanks, brother. Thanks for having me on.
0: Thank you for listening to the 13-week podcast. For more information about Fortis Healthcare, join us on fortisgroup.com or follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram.